you're listening to The Spiritual Awakening Show. I go by Brent Spirit, and today I'm speaking about how you don't need to be book smart when it comes to spirituality in order to attain advanced states of awakened consciousness. Sometimes, we apply the same attitude that we learned in school to our spiritual development. We think that the more we know, the more successful we'll be. Now, that may have some validity when it comes to worldly matters, but on the spiritual path, it doesn't apply in the same way. Let's explore this together in today's episode. Be sure to visit brentspirit.com to find more free content, to reach me via email with any questions about your spiritual path, or to find out about meeting with me one-on-one. Enjoy the episode. Having vast intellectual knowledge about spiritual matters is not a requirement for spiritual development, awakening, or self-realization. Sometimes people feel that they must cultivate deep knowledge of the countless spiritual subjects in order to advance on their path. This isn't true. One can be a deeply integrated and embodied living example of self-realization without having a clue about things like the chakras, kundalini, spiritual traditions, religion, psychology, meditation, and the like. The most common examples of spiritual masters, teachers, and guides that we see are those who are able to express spiritual concepts openly in their work and messages. Often, they're brilliant and genius when it comes to expounding on spiritual topics. At times, they can demonstrate an incredible intellectual understanding in great detail when it comes to spirituality. This is what makes them effective guides on the path. But these people are only a portion of the awakened population. Not everyone that attains advanced degrees of spiritual awakening will be able to express these ideas clearly, answer questions, write books, or give talks. Only those that have an inclination towards expression and the intellect will play those roles. The rest will be called to live out their awakening in other deeply meaningful ways. Please understand this. There are many awakened people who do not openly share any message about spirituality. This is because it's not part of their calling. Perhaps you are one of those people. This is completely fine, and your existence is still absolutely necessary on the planet at this time. Upon awakening, some will be called to be artists, lovers, caregivers, healers, business people, parents, and silent radiators of peace. These are all roles that the planet needs to be filled with those that are abiding in awakened states of consciousness. We don't just need spiritual teachers, authors, and speakers that sit in armchairs and share their knowledge. We need boots on the ground, too. Of course, one can play a variety of different roles, but understand that an overt role within the spiritual industry and marketplace is not necessary for most. So just because you might not be able to identify the different chakras, teach someone how to meditate, understand the details of Ayurveda or explain the Kundalini process, this doesn't mean that you aren't advanced in your degree of awakening and self-realization. Intellectual knowledge is useful and important for some people at certain times, but it isn't necessary for everyone at all times. The answers are all within you already, and I don't necessarily mean that they must arise spontaneously in the form of words and concepts within your mind. The answers are within you already as a feeling of deep peace, of love, of transcendence. The details of the process of spiritual transformation, which involves your entire body-mind-spirit system, are within you just as the details of the process of digestion are within you too. You don't need to know anything about digesting food, and still, you can do it very well. 
In the same way, you don't need to know anything about spiritual transformation, and still, you can be successful. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not that you must abandon all intellectual pursuits on your spiritual path after hearing this message. That's not what I'm saying. If you're inspired to explore different concepts, by all means, you absolutely must. It will be useful for your development, and perhaps you will be called to regurgitate some of that knowledge for others on their own paths. But the key is to note the difference between genuine curiosity and inspiration to learn about the different spiritual concepts and ideas versus putting in rigorous effort to study them under the false pretense that the more we know, the more evolved we will be. Note the distinction between inspiration and effort. If the details of various spiritual subjects interest you, explore them. If they don't interest you, no worries. No need to apply effort. Don't feel as if you need to force yourself to study. You really don't. Now, if you do end up exploring different topics, it's important to understand that a lot of the ideas that you come across are simply concepts and models, not the whole picture. Our intellectual minds need things to be divided, categorized, and broken down in order to understand them on a rational level. For example, when we see the chakra system, we see that it has been divided into seven different chakras, each with their own respective color corresponding to the rainbow. Now, this particular idea of the chakra system is something that has been conjured up by someone's intellectual mind and then shared and documented. It's not actually true. Now, bear with me here. There are other systems relating to chakras which describe 114. So which one is it? Seven or 114? Well, maybe it's just one. Maybe all these so-called chakras are simply one seamless spectrum of consciousness flowing through the human body-mind-spirit system. But if we look at it like that, then it becomes difficult to satisfy our intellect. It's hard to see just a holistic, unified spectrum. If it's just one fluid thing, it's hard to learn about it and understand it in depth, let alone teach others about it too. So that's why we have to sometimes divide it up, whether it's 7 or 114 or some other number. So you can explore the different chakras. You can learn about their colors, their different names. You can learn about how many petals they each have and whatever else. You can learn how to systematically heal yourself through your knowledge of the chakra system. It can be very effective. But it's important to simultaneously know that you are simply exploring yourself through a limited model. There are pundits who can recite lengthy spiritual texts by memory, but they may not be directly living the spiritual experience which originally inspired those texts to be written. And there are people who are illiterate, who know nothing of things like yoga and seated meditation, who are abiding in unshakable peace, love, and bliss. If you ask them about their experience, they may not be able to express anything of value in the form of words, but their energy can speak volumes in silence. So please understand this and be easy on yourself. Find a balance between learning what you are genuinely inspired to explore, and yet at the same time, find a feeling of ease with not knowing certain things too. There's more to all of this than just what we know. What is far more significant is our state of being, what we really are and how deeply we're embodying it. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value out of this episode. 
Feel free to reach out with any questions about your spiritual path and process. I'll do my best to offer whatever I can. If you'd like to meet with me one-on-one, or if you find this work meaningful and would like to make a donation to support it, you can visit brentspirit.com. Until next time, peace. Peace.